Hi, so my name is Reagan McGinnis, and today I have a main question I'm going to answer about dystopian stories. So I have five of those with me, and I'm going to be kind of using those and some evidence from the text to answer those. So the main question for this is, what do stories about the future say about the present? So the five stories that I'm going to be using is Fahrenheit 451, There Will Come Soft Rains, Divergent, Delirium Chapter 1, and match chapter one. So I have kind of those breaking down and I'm going to answer the question using these and I'm also going to have some evidence with that as well. So kind of beginning with Fahrenheit 451, the main idea from this is just showing the danger of ignorance. So when you talk about the future, ignorance is becoming a problem and it's dangerous for the people because they're not getting the correct information and they're believing whatever someone with power says and this relates to the people with the present or us during the present time because we are listening to the news every day and we're hearing what they have to say and we're believing them because they have the power for us to believe them and so we feel like it's a trusted source to where we believe anything they say so with this many people choose to waste time on useless entertainment and they're wasting their time using like daily life. They're just listening to what other people say and not really what they believe. They don't have their own opinion on anything. Um, so this kind of, this whole story kind of gives us a warning about kind of what the future is going to be like because our life is directed towards this way because right now the present's not getting any better. It's only going to get worse if no one fixes it. So... Yeah, it's kind of the main idea from this and kind of evidence, I guess you could call it, from the text is that kind of going from where Mildred's at, she's watching TV all day, she's following whatever the government tells her to do, she's following all the laws, even though they may not even be good, and she's following all that, and that's kind of showing that these people are being manipulated to thinking what is right, which is actually wrong, which is how kind of our present day is and it could go to what the story is like in the future so the next one is there will come soft rains and the main kind of idea for this is just showing that nature doesn't need us without us we probably will have a safer earth without us and we kind of ruin it in fact humans need to control their own technology as well We have all these inventions and new ideas and it seems like they're taking over what we actually came to be. So, for instance, I don't know, a machine that does all the work for us. There's no need for a human because we have technology and without us, we don't really have problems without us because we're not ruining anything and we already created enough to do go without us. So this kind of relates to how the future says about the present because it shows that in the future we may not even need humans because there's so much technology and so many different inventions that will take the place of a human kind of function. So evidence for this is during the story the house pretty much gets bombed by a nuclear bomb, of course. And um, the house is still functioning. The lone house is still being cleaned daily and <clears throat> it's working properly and there's no humans inside of it. The beds are being made. The house is being cleaned up. And it just shows 
<clears throat> that it's kind of pointless at this point. So the present day could become like the future because obviously there's not much we're trying to change from this. We're still making technology. We're still trying to kind of fix all this stuff, but we're not really worried about our position. We're trying to get out of these things and it's only going to get worse. So the next one is Divergent. And this one mostly is about choices and how important they are because your choice about where you want to be in life, what type of life you want to live is very important by one decision you make when you turn a certain age. So this one is kind of, it doesn't really relate to exactly how we are right now. Society can't control everyone though is kind of the main idea about how the present right now, the news and the people with power are trying to control the people that don't have any power so that they'll quickly believe whoever tells them what to do because they don't have any say with anything else. So kind of the government or the power has unrealistic expectations from the humans. So they're expecting everyone to behave and be just like each other and it's not going to work because everyone has their own opinions and everyone's different and you can't just fit everyone into a society to where everyone's the same and this one talks about the future because we're going into a direction of people controlling you we're going into a direction of how people are kind of like making you think something else which is kind of this society because everyone is kind of being controlled they don't have their own opinion if they do, they're kind of like in their own area. They have their certain personality and they really can't act a certain way, be a certain way. They have to be a certain way that they chose. So this is really important. And the evidence for this is that kind of starting off with how Tris chose her certain faction and that she left her parents just to go to a certain faction and she ended up being divergent, which is, or she is divergent, I guess. So she doesn't even fit into one certain area. And it just shows that the people are scared of her because she, they can't control her pretty much. So when the news is trying to manipulate us nowadays, they're trying to get us to believe whatever they say. So that in the future, they have all control and power over us to where we can't change our ways. So moving on to Delirium Chapter 1. The main idea for this is that love is a disease and society tries to control everyone with this decision of you have to get this certain thing to cure love when you're a certain age and they don't really have a say if they want it or not. It's just kind of like, oh, the people with power decide that this is not right, so I'm going to have to believe it or this is just the way it is. And it also goes with, along with like people, you can't control these people. Because they're not going to always try and listen. Because everyone's different. And people with power try to paranoia you. They try to make you think that whatever you do is wrong or right. Whatever they want is what you have to have. And other opinions about love are just not valid in this book. Which kind of shows that it's not necessarily saying that in the future we won't have love. And that this is actually a actual thing that will happen but it does show that just more of the power wise of these people are actually able to control them and decide everything for them 
So it's not really saying necessarily that love is not going to be there in the future, but just the fact that the people of power are going to be there and they're going to trick you and they're going to make you think what you want and they're going to set you up to where you don't really have as much decisions or no decisions at all in what you want. So kind of the evidence for delirium is how the girl is just kind of does understand truly like what love actually is and she just believes instantly that it is a disease at first because she doesn't really know better than to think that because her parents grew up knowing it's a disease or they have the cure to where they don't believe in love and everyone around them doesn't believe in it so why should they and I think she realizes later on that it's not right and so that's kind of when everything blows up to when one person doesn't agree everything goes up in flames And then the last one is Matched, Chapter 1. And there's kind of some ideas on this about how there's no decision on spouse. So it's very similar to Delirium, how there is no really kind of choice of love. Except for you do have love in this book, except it's just kind of they pick it for you. So you have love. It's it's very similar to Delirium because you're not really getting to pick what you want. And you're not really happy with what you want. I guess you can be, but it's not really your soulmate or your decision. It's just kind of like what the power wants for you. And sometimes people don't like that. And that's how people rebel. And just like delirium, this doesn't really relate to kind of us now. Because I feel like love is becoming one of those main topics to where love is freedom and all that stuff. But it just shows how power and the government can control you and make you believe something that may not actually be true it shows that in the future we may not even have our own opinions because we're just basing them off of what the people give to us and we believe whatever they give to us because they have the right information as they call it and then just more thoughts about this is the future is determined by someone else for these people they don't have what they want they don't know any better though that's just how their life is their society is and I think this girl in the book realizes that this isn't what she wants and it kind of just blows up um and then not everyone is going to be controlled is my last thought on this obviously I talked about this but you can't control everyone and that's kind of the main part of all these books is that they try to control everyone in these books but it doesn't work and I feel like that's what society's trying to get to is to be able to control everyone but these books are kind of warning you to not do that because it's leading to how problems can occur pretty much so kind of some evidence for matched is how the girl is just kind of walking into the room and she's about to meet her spouse and she doesn't know any better so she's okay with it I guess not necessarily happy but it's all the society has like that's what they know and that's kind of main idea for this so that's kind of it for my podcast this is all about my five dystopian books and how they relate to the main question of what do stories about the future say about the present and I hope all these stories answer the question about that